0: Hi, everybody. This is Will and Eric, and welcome to Becoming a Task Ruler, the show about what it takes to become successful entrepreneurs for people with very little money, no experience, or friends in high places. Learn from our mistakes, benefit from our success, and walk away with a better chance of making your own dreams come true. Now, for those who don't know, uh, who are new, uh, Task Ruler... Is our ERP application? Eric, that I don't like that acronym. I think it's so misleading. Even saying um, enterprise resource planning means absolutely nothing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a it's an administrative tool that helps you maintain your clients, schedule appointments, uh, as well as uh, Invoices, um, you can send online, or you can keep track of things yourself. Um, We started out with that as our minimal viable product, and we have been enhancing it ever since. We went through two different versions of TaskRuler. We really like the one that we're on now. Um,
1: The latest and greatest.
0: The yeah, the latest and greatest. So go ahead and check it out. TaskRuler.com. Sign up. Uh, You get a free trial, and uh, we don't. We don't restrict anything. We let you try it out in its, in its full uh, glory uh, for seven days. And if you like it, great, you know, subscribe and uh, we'll keep bringing the latest and greatest to you. Um, if not, that's okay, it's not made for everybody, but we would still love you to try it out. Um, okay, update. Um, we actually officially partnered with somebody local here in Reno. Um I'm not going to give his or her name yet. Uh, we haven't told them that we were going to mention them, but they are kind of like an influencer here in Reno. Uh, they have hundreds of connections with local businesses uh, just like us. And the deal was for us to add a few more things and, to the point where he can use it, and if he can use it, I gave it up that it was a it's a he. <laughs> um, then he will start uh, giving it to, uh, recommending it to other people, and obviously getting a, a small cut in the profits for doing so. Um, so Eric, do you want to go over the, some of the things that were asked of us to to add? And these are things that we were already planning on doing anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. Uh, By the way, if you're a first-time listener, my name is Eric Alves, and the CEO of Task Ruler is William Pretz. He was the gentleman that was uh, just Um, introducing uh, everything up until now. So
0: I guess we should be doing that every time, huh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let's
1: let's remind people who we are and what we do. Uh, I won't spend too much time on other features coming down the pipeline, but you can expect some really good enhancements to the CRM, the contact relationship management tool. Uh, it's a very important feature of any application. It's the one that kind of ties all the other features together because it's centered around the contact. Um, and our application is definitely one of those where you know everything you do, has the contact sort of at the center of the universe and everything happens for that person, around that person. And it just makes it a whole lot easier, uh, especially now that we're launching some enhancements to better manage contacts. So CRM is going to be one of the most enhanced tools that we have available in TaskRuler. Uh, invoices is another really great one. With invoices, we're able to you know, manage funds and, and make sure that we're getting paid and getting paid on time, all digitally. Um, and that part has been very well designed with lots of very good professional email templates. And it's all very white labeled. So you don't see Task ruler on there. Um, it's all branded under your name and your company. Uh, and now the CRM is going to have that same level of enhancements done to it um
0: what you're so, leaving out is that you did this right
1: yeah so i mean we did this uh Will yeah, and I. yeah i'm just uh, saying like
0: we we are we, like together yin and yang like we're building a lot of things together um you know so we are at the same time saving money doing this but we have a good amount of knowledge about what we're doing
1: You know, it helps to have a partner you really uh, jive well with, somebody that complements your skills, doesn't have the same skills you do because that would be redundant, but has all the skills you don't. And I feel like you and I will, we make a really great, um, we make really great partners in business because you have all the skills I don't. Um, I'm a great designer. Likewise. You're a developer. I'm a uh, front end. You're back end. Uh, I'm, you know, computer person. You're a people person. Like everything. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> but that's the funny thing, because you would think that I would be. No, I wouldn't be a people person with, you know, like the the stereotypical developed slash IT person. Like we're kind of like in the closet type people. Well, not like that. I'm not. I'm not saying. You know, and that means, but we don't, like typically they don't like to deal with people. They want to just deal with their servers, their computers, their little precious uh, things there, and not have to talk to anybody. But me, I love talking to people, and I'm an IT person, so it's very weird to have that combination.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think it's rare too. Uh, somehow the universe brought us together because um, I see a lot of partnerships that aren't quite as good as this one. And I feel like you and I, given the skill sets we have between us, we could pretty much build anything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's just like we're we're brothers from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> we're wow. brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Okay, I'm a uh, no. singer. I'm um, not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so to talk more about that we have a lot more that's coming up and if you guys know of anyone that's starting a business that's a little bit on the small side that is looking to have this administrative tool uh, in their possession have them go to taskrule.com sign up uh, again it's free they can try everything on there uh, for seven days, and right now we're doing it for thirty dollars a month, and we're running a promo for founding members. So anyone that signs up with us now, and today's date is five twenty-six. Um, anyone that signs up with us now will get locked into that rate, um, even as we have more enhancements and more modules added. Uh, it won't go up on them. So take advantage of that today, and you won't regret it. So. With that being said, going into the next topic, that was kind of yeah, it was kind of a segue into that because uh, we are in the process of understanding why it's important to know your worth. Uh, to give a bit of a background, I had an early adoption to this. Wouldn't you agree, Eric? Um, that I I understood or I wanted to understand where I stood and how important I was uh, in my world and through a lot of trials and tribulations and and issues and ups and downs, I have figured out a lot uh, about myself and and understanding what I bring to the table. and again i started at a young age i had my my daughter at 15 you know so i had to turn into an adult real quick my first job was also at 15 you know and so it just started to grow up from there and i started to notice the world around me more and more and understand that there's more out there than what i see in front of me and so ever since then i've just been forever evolving with my perceptions my thought patterns my empathy for other people's uh, issues. It helped me be the person that I am now and understand that I still need to grow into the person that I wanna be. Um, But not many people are quote unquote lucky (laughs) to have that happen. So uh, through our journey, uh, and Eric can actually talk to you more about his journey as well. We start to see that people are complacent, uh, and and that doesn't mean just in the mind frame of they don't feel like doing anything, but more so they expect this environment that they're in, that no matter where they go, this is what it is, Um, when that's not the case, or uh, when charging for something, you're only charging for the amount of time that you spent on it when there's other things that you're not taking into consideration. So Eric, why don't you explain your process, like what what you were going through um, to explain, like to to get to where you are now?
1: Yeah, so first of all, I gotta say, I'm definitely one of those people that was of that mindset. Like, I guess this is the way I am forever. And I just have to accept that I will never get ahead in life, Um, but, you know, it's, it's something that may happen to you when you're younger. I feel like we're all victims to our story and the things that happened to us and what we accept. Um, and it, it was a lot of that. But then I took ownership of who I was in my past. And um, instead of allowing it to define me, I just said, you know what? enough of that, you know, I'm not going to let that story be who I am completely anymore. Sure, it's a part of what made me, but, you know, I feel like things happen for us and not necessarily to us. Um, So I definitely credit now a lot of my past towards making me who I am today. And I'm still on that journey of discovering my true worth because, well, you tell me all the time uh, for years now that I have been undervaluing myself and I haven't been charging enough and I haven't been doing all the things that I needed to do to really, um, you know, plant a flag down and say, you know, this, this is where I am today and this is what I deserve. And I feel like it takes a lot of effort to go against a certain kind of programming you've had your whole life to, to make that step. And, you know, it's not something you do overnight. It's definitely a process. And I would say I'm in the middle of that process right now. Um, but because of it, I am doing a lot better than I was before, not just at work, but just in life in general. Um, because I know what my worth is truly like, I'm making better friends. I'm, making more money. I'm working at better jobs. I am saying no to things that don't serve me. I'm saying no to clients that aren't good for me. Um, It's just a lot of things change when you see yourself differently in a different light. Um, And I credit a lot of that to you, Will, because you've always been uh, a beacon of what could be possible if, you know, you just had that. And you always did from a very young age. Um, So I I definitely saw you growing up differently than I did. And, you know, I always blamed myself for not having the things I didn't have or not getting the things I wanted. Um, But eventually what I realized is, you know, unless they do something about it, it's never going to change. So you got to work on it little by little every day. Um, and some of the things, some of the tools I used to help me work on it was uh, books. There are tons of books out there, audiobooks, if you don't like to read, um, that help you realize uh, your full potential. A a great book I I really enjoyed is a book called um, The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. Definitely check that out. It was a great and interesting read because it really defined in in clarity, uh, why I had some of the thought processes that I had and what to do to overcome them. Uh, basically, the, the journey is all about rewriting that default programming that is not serving you anymore. You got to let go of all the baggage and you got to adopt a new program that is better for you. Uh, and that takes time because you're you're talking about undoing a lot of old habits, a lot of mindsets and ways of thinking because if you examine your your thoughts and your opinions about yourself, if you're like me, they're often negative. and um, you just gotta squash those thoughts and make it a habit to notice those thoughts and I'm getting very spiritual here, but um you know it's a lot of that work. <laughs>
0: A lot of that work, you got
1: to work on yourself and you got to work on your thoughts and, you know, eventually it does pay off.
0: I mean, I would even go as far as saying um, to accept your baggage in a way, not necessarily saying like, oh, well, I am a an eord, and that's who I am. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking more along the lines of, yeah, this happened. Um, but I'm not going to let it define who I am. I'm going to take it and work with it to make it either work for me or completely eradicate it uh, it, it altogether. Mm -hmm. And once you have accepted your past and the person that you currently are and compare it to the person that you want to be, it's a lot easier to understand the steps that you have to take in order to get there. Now, what I mean is like, it's not going to be laid out for you like fine pavement. You just know, you'll just start to know that when an opportunity presents itself, how you will be able to utilize that Um, or know that you can utilize that but need help doing so. You know, so it all boils down to how important you feel about yourself in your own life. Um all of those were literally you, 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 because as cliche as this sounds, you can't help anyone unless you help yourself first. You know, like you have to take care of who you are, what you're trying to do, uh, before you can throw your heart and soul into something else. Um, And some people might say, no, that's not true. Like I do that even now, but at what cost? You know what I mean? Like you're completely blocking out or putting to the side the things that you need to work on because someone else is asking you for help. And you can't rely on them to turn around and say, hey, do you need help? No, you have to do that yourself. And I'm talking about not only in life, uh, your personal life, but in the work environment as well. You know, let's talk about the work environment as it stands now. Uh, so I think we mentioned it last episode, either that, or it was just Eric and I just talking, um, but we are in an employee market where the employees have the upper hand of choosing what they want to do as far as employment goes. They, Can quit their job now and work for someone else. They can start working for themselves. They can do a lot of remote work uh, and work for multiple companies at the same time while being in the comfort of their own home. This, This is unprecedented. This is something that has never happened in my life. And some people are taking good advantage of it. And other people, it's like giving them a million dollars and telling them to spend it wisely. You can't tell me to spend it wisely when you hand me a million dollars. You know, I'm going to blow it on everything that I can. Um, So we acknowledge what's happening. And we want people, those people that are still unheard who have been trampled or who have this level of expectation that their business, their company or their employer puts on them that is completely like that is unattainable uh, to realize that you don't have to continue doing that. And it starts by understanding how important you are. You need to realize that when you, when you apply for a job that, you're you're given, like you have a set of skills that they're looking for and in return, they're giving you money. Now, keep in mind that you can get that money anywhere, but they're looking for that specific set of skills. Thank you, Liam Neeson. Um, and they want you for that. Now, companies over decades have fostered, have uh, mastered the power of manipulation and they realize that they can do it easy because money is power uh, to some people or to most people. Uh, But if you get a grip on who you are, what you bring to the table, and what you can accomplish for this business, you will not only start being respected, but you will start understanding to respect yourself more. Okay. So why is it important? Well, think about it. If you decide not to do any of this, Eric, I wanna put this on you. So let's just say you and I never talked, right? And someone wasn't putting in your ear that you were worth more than this. Where would you find yourself now?
1: Where would I find myself? Uh, probably in a gutter somewhere, begging for shit. <laughs> i no, <no>, just kidding. Whoa, 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 nowhere near as far as i am today i think because you need self-respect and self-worth which i think are two sides of the same coin to progress in life to do anything i mean can you just imagine how crippling it is if you don't believe in yourself uh, to do anything Uh, you got to put yourself out there a lot when it comes to excelling at, at work or at an idea if you're you know, going out there on your own, trying to do something. Imagine trying to have a meeting with people you've never met before and trying to pitch them something uh, and trying to sell them something because, you know, sales is all about the transference of energy. And if your energy is nervous and you don't believe in yourself, how can others? So it's hard to get people behind you on anything if you can't even get behind yourself. Um,
0: yeah. That's- so, yeah, that's I, well put <laughs> you
1: definitely I would definitely not be where I am today I would have never quit my job that's for sure I would still be working nine to five uh keeping my head down working at my desk um not trying to make waves just being just doing what I'm being told to do and that's it because that that was my that was my mindset before but now I would say I'm on the other side of the table I'm the one Managing other people, I'm the one telling people what to do. I'm the one going after my vision, and not letting thing, not letting anything get in my way. Um, so I it's, mean, it's a very completely yin and yang compared yeah. to where I was before.
0: I mean, you would, uh, would you agree that you would have to show the world, or you know, the company that you're working for, your client, that you're the master of your craft, that. Although you may make it look easy, that you're the best at it, it's it's taken years of training and highs and lows to get where you are. Would would you say that that would is something that needs to be taken into consideration
1: yeah, when it you, comes
0: to you know uh, bringing out like a quote or charging or you know any level of uh, seniority when it comes to yeah. your craft? Yeah, it's gonna feel like
1: one step forward, two steps back sometimes, because I certainly don't progress in a linear fashion. I sometimes no catch myself um repeating my past mistakes. And you just have to, <clears throat> you know, don't don't scold yourself or anything. You just have to notice what you're doing. It takes a it takes a fair amount of awareness to um see how you're behaving and ask yourself is is this really the way I want to continue behaving or is this something I need to change is this one of those patterns that I need to undo Um, and once you put it in one, one of those buckets then you know what to do from thereafter and it's just a matter of catching yourself every time you do it because you're gonna slip up it's not like you can just turn it off you know w- with the snap of a finger and you never do it again or you never say or act a certain way again uh it definitely takes a lot of effort to carve a new version of yourself uh, and leave the old one behind because uh the old you is definitely fighting that to, to hang on it's uh, imagine oh, yeah. like i like the picture um uh, well what's that uh, creature from lord of the rings golem is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Schmeagle? Is it Schmeagle? All right, Schmeagel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the old, me, the old me
1: and Schmeagel trying <laughs> to hang on to you know <laughs> to to my consciousness. So it can it can continue living through me, but at the same time, I just gotta keep ignoring it and, and starving it of energy because I, I don't want to be that person anymore. And eventually, you know, by investing my time and energy in the new version of me, the old version of me will wither away and die.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the hope. I mean, for some people, it's not that, well, for a lot of people, it's not that simple. They'll always have Smeagol, you know, in the corner for them, <laughs> um, rearing his ugly head from time to time, but um, your. are I'm using your analogies here by, by starving it. Like you, you recognize like, yeah, you're there, but you're in the corners where you're going to stay, you know, because, um, yeah, you're not going to get rid of all of your, um, insecurities about yourself, but to understand that they're there and know that they don't define you will help keep Schmeagle in the corner. Um, I mean he still is going to want to put on that ring so it it might be an ongoing fight but that's something you can never give up on Mm um and it's and to eric's point that he made a couple minutes ago about uh his progression not moving uh laterally like you know taking two steps back uh step forward or whatever the case may be um a journey is built that way. It's not going to be this steady climb, you know, sometimes you end up falling off the mountain and starting from a different place, um, or you, you stumble, or you make it somewhere, but you're hurt in the process. I, I can continue going on, but um, it's hard, and it's, it's going to be. It's something that is going to take you out of your comfort zone. It's something that is potentially brand new to you, and you're going to think that you have imposter syndrome uh, from time to time. That this isn't you. Um, that mm-hmm. you're a mm-hmm. representative, yeah, like a phony or or something like that. You phony! In, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're a phony. You're a big phony. Um, <laughs> but in reality like you're you're still working on trying to find who you are and if you let that stop you if you let that voice take over then it's going to win every single time that that tells you how little how much trust you have in yourself and in your process and so you have to learn to ignore it um or accept what what it is saying but realize that you need to change that you know and uh eric you can speak to it again like how how was that process for you like was it something that kept you up at night was it something that made you angry like what what did it feel like for you
1: well i'm not gonna lie i definitely gave up a few times um and just fell into a a pit of you know just wallowing in my own despair and just giving up and saying uh this is useless what's the point kind of attitude but um you know it's good to have something you're trying to do bigger than yourself and for me yeah it's my marketing agency. I wanted more than anything to have my own marketing agency where I produce good quality websites and marketing for my clients. And that goal was so big that it even trumped my um, lack of motivation to change myself. And it was because of that that I realized, all right, if I'm gonna do anything close to this, uh, I can't give up on improving myself because in in a business you are your worst enemy. You're if you're if you own a business you're your company's worst enemy because your limitations are your company's limitations, and you know I found that my. Attitude was getting in the way. Um, so, as many times as I fell off the horse, I always got back on because I was motivated by accomplishing my goal. And you know, I'm still motivated by that. I let that guide me because it. In, in the process of becoming an entrepreneur and running an agency, I've had to look at a lot, uh, you know, <laughs> about myself and some good, some ugly, and. I I see the areas where I'm strong in, but I also see the areas where I'm weak in. And I'm grateful for the ability to see that because I'm able to work on it. So uh, definitely don't give up. There are always going to be more opportunities to do it better next time. So if you um, aren't proud of the way you behaved or acted or failed at something, Uh, don't worry. Um, It's in the past. Uh, You're going to get another chance to do it right. So um, just keep trying because every time you try, you get better at trying and eventually you don't even have to try anymore. You're just doing it.
0: But I I must admit that uh, even when there's times where like I failed, I'm like, oh crap. Those, when I look back, it's so cringy, you know, like I'm embarrassed and I'm, it was just a thought that just came back, like, ooh, remember that time you screwed up this badly? Like, oh, crap, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it, it, it happens no matter what. Um, and so uh, before we continue, so, so I, I got, Eric, I got a correction um, and you were right, uh, since we were talking about the Lord of the Rings analogy. Um, it, his name was Golem. Mm-hmm. He was Smeagol before turning into gold so Ooh. he yeah yeah so that tells you i'm not necessarily a big lord of the rings fan um <laughs> but i did watch the movies um yeah. but i just wanted to throw that out there i thought that was very funny um <clears throat> we
1: all have uh, a golem in us I, I think we all
0: we all have one
1: yeah yeah
0: um but uh no i found that funny uh thank you listener very appreciative um But going back, uh, thank you, Eric, for sharing your struggles um, with us. And we employ everyone to share their struggles with us as we go along. Um, We would love to hear what problems you have uh, when it comes to life in general or business ethics and what you should or shouldn't do um, anything at all and we'll we'll be able to give you advice um, I don't have a doctorate's degree in this I I haven't gone to school for it to school uh, of neither life. of us have well yes I guess school of life um, but I consider myself very empathetic to people's uh, concerns or Issues And I try to put myself in your shoes when you're telling me or I'm reading whatever it is that you have an issue with. Um, And I like to give so many options in the process And, and my process of doing so, I will also try to boost your confidence to let you know that what you are doing is right. Or if it's, or if I think that, you know, you could go about it a little differently and here's why. So there's so many avenues that we can go down. So um, we're going to open that up here pretty soon. Um, we're going to start getting guests on the podcast. We have a few lined up. Um, listener mail is going to get lined up and we can't wait to hear from you guys. Yeah, so so-
1: Next week, I think that was a great segue because next week, it's all going to be about the struggles of starting a business. Um, so definitely oh, join God. us next week, uh, same time, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to talk about uh, the pains and struggles of launching a business. So. We can share in that because Will and I definitely have a lot of stories on.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> it's, it's too
0: crazy. It's too crazy starting a business. It really made me want to uppercut people like it. The, the things that we found out along the way. And again, uh, like we said in our, our past episode, um, we came from nothing. You know, we had no idea what business was. We read some books, but there were some things in there that the books didn't have. Um, and it slapped us in the face. And there were several times we wanted to flip tables because of it. So we would like to share that with you guys. So you don't go to Ikea, buy a table, go home, put it together, put some nice china on it, and then flip it. So tune in next week at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 11 a.m. Pacific Standard. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to support our journey, please share and follow us on all social media accounts. Just look for TaskRuler. And if you're interested in learning about TaskRuler and how we can help you make, market, and manage your business, head over to TaskRuler.com and sign up for a 14-day trial.
1: Also, our first 300 subscribers are eligible to become a founding member, which comes with lifetime benefits, exclusive offers, and best of all, your rate never changes no matter how much we grow.
0: Well, thanks for listening to Becoming a Task Ruler. Once again, I'm William Fretz. And
1: I'm Eric Alves. And we'll catch
0: you on the next episode.